You see, some people are not clapping. I don't know what you are expecting. Eh? Yeah. We have with us a very powerful and very anointed father, teacher, pastor. I mean, he's not a simple person. And we are honored and privileged to have him here with us this Sunday morning. Yes. Now, everybody sit down. Sit down. Yes, settle. Okay, wonderful. You remember in the Bible when uh, Paul was saved by the Lord, the instruction to him was to go to Barnabas. And there was a reason. Because Barnabas had been with Peter and the apostles and he understood the things of God and Paul needed to learn. Then after that, he received instruction to go and be with Peter, the great apostle himself. And he was with him for two good weeks. And the reason was that what Paul needed to know from the Lord, he had to learn from people who had worked with the Lord. And That is what changed the ministry and the life of Paul for the rest of his life, as long as he lived. You know, this morning, the person who has come here has worked with our father, with the founder of the church, from the beginning. And by the grace of God, his works cannot even be described in this short introduction. But God has used him to raise the church in the northern part of Ghana, where it is predominantly Muslim, like we have here. And there are several churches with buildings, with human beings, with souls, with pastors. Because he chose to go to that part of of Ghana when there were not enough churches. And God has used him. He has worked with our prophet. He has worked with our founder. He has been a blessing. He has been a father to many people. And because of his obedience and his works and the favor and the grace upon him, he was consecrated or he was enthroned as an archbishop of our denomination. So, I am, I am here not to introduce somebody who is simple, but somebody who God has ordained. Who has works and who has fruits that bear testimony of the grace of God upon his life. And I am privileged that he came in here on Tuesday by the grace of God. And I have been privileged not to have had two weeks like Paul had, but seven, six days or so thereabout, according to your mathematics. And I have been blessed. Some of the pastors met with him together. And we have been blessed. And we know the vessel that is coming to stand here this morning. I know that your life will not be the same. I know that my life will not be the same. I know that this church will receive a blessing. As a matter of fact, what he has shared with us and what he has poured into our hearts as pastors this past week is enough if he doesn't even say anything here. But we are happy that he is here. But his coming here also gives me another revelation. And that is a revelation of the power of a son. 
he happens also to be the father of Pastor Ashon here. Right. <laughs> and where the son is, that's where the father is. I tell you. <laughs> you see, I, I was telling you last week that it wouldn't have been an easy thing to just invite him. But he came because of his love for his son. The power of the son has drawn the father into this land. Yeah. And we are honored and we are privileged. That's why you should believe in Jesus. When Jesus tells you that you have seen me and you have not seen the father, you don't understand it. Yeah. We are very blessed to have a great servant of God. A very humble, very anointed, easy to be with. He's a good teacher. He has a sweet spirit. And for those of us who joined the church, who were lay pastors, Bishop always used him as an example of a lay pastor who labored for years before he even came full time. And God used him to raise churches, pastors, bishops under him. And today he's an archbishop in the church. It's not a simple, I mean, I don't know when another archbishop will come to this church. Yeah, I tell you. So we are honored, ladies and gentlemen. Our guest this morning, in fact, he's not our guest. The father who has come to visit his children this morning is none other than Archbishop Patrick Bruce, all the way from Ghana. Ladies and gentlemen, with Jesus joy, let's welcome this great servant, this father, with a shout of joy. Amen. 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 What a blessing. I, I, I must confess, when I was coming here, I thought Manju was cooler. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Around this time, it's hot. It's very hot. But all this, I'm very happy to be here. And um, I want to salute the father of this house, Bishop Eddie, for, for, for building a beautiful church. Um, by the grace of God, I've traveled quite a bit, visited many of our churches. And um, I can tell when we have a nice church, I can... Over the years, I've come to tell which churches are working and which are not, which are sweet and which are not. And I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy to be here this morning. It's a nice church. And um, you have a beautiful choir. Beautiful. Yeah. It's like, I, was, I, was, I was really blessed. I was blessed by your songs. I mean... What is the best way to pray? What, what better song than that? Yeah, what's the best way to pray? What shall I say now? I mean, ask somebody, do you have raps, Kara? Do you have raps? You don't, you don't have raps. So, it's a very good question to ask. But I'm happy to be here this morning. And um, I'm here because our father, the presiding bishop, has a heart 
that reaches out to every corner of our church. Um, many of us may not know him, may have never encountered him, but it doesn't matter. He knows you. He knows his children in Gambia. He knows his children around the world. And everywhere, it's amazing. It's truly amazing. Everywhere he is, he's, he's able to picture what is happening in different places and say, go there, say this. And um, he's a remarkable man. I've known him for over 30 years now, and he's, he's simply amazing. Um, I don't know about you, but I think that the most anointed person I know on earth is Bishop Dyke Ward Mills. I don't know. You may not know. You may not agree with me. It's like, it's like politics. You can vote for who you like. You can't vote for who you like. But I vote for my bishop as the best. And um, everywhere I go, I, I say it's by the grace of God on him. Otherwise, I'll be a pharmacist just selling in a shop somewhere, trying to make ends meet, trying to raise up my children who don't go too astray, trying to help them to also make some money. But by virtue of this man that I met, um, my life has changed. And the beauty is that he has gone on to change more lives. Once I was asking my son, who is his pastor? And he said, Bishop Douglas is his pastor. And, and, and Joanne too, Bishop Douglas is her, is her pastor. And I was like, mm, my pastor, me and my children have the same pastor. It's amazing. It's amazing. So this morning, I'm truly happy to be here. And I believe that we'll have a, a short encounter with something that God has for us. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father, thank you so very much for bringing me safely here. Thank you for every way that man travels. Some don't make it. Some end up in the mortuary. Some end up in hospitals. Some end up in different places. But by the grace of God, I'm here. By your mercy and by your grace. And thank you so, so very much. For making it possible thank you for this beautiful church that i'm meeting this morning thank you for bishop eddie a, a man you have called from long a man who you have touched and anointed for such a time as this thank you for his wife thank you for all the pastors who are here it's a team that you have put together not by might not by strength but by your doing your precise doing and most of all thank you for every single person here this morning that's why i came that's why I came this morning to meet the people you have set aside for this morning. And my prayer, oh God, is let it be done according to your will. Let none live here the same. Let none live here unaffected. Let none go the same way they came. Let today mark a turning point in our lives. Let it mark the beginning of the second half of the year. And the second portion of our lives, Amen. that great fruit will come out of us. Amen. And most of all, bless us. Yes, bless us mightily in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And thank you so, so very much, Holy Spirit. I welcome you into this place. Speak, speak, speak your words. 
let nothing be done out of flesh or self, but let it be your purpose and your will. In Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. It's really nice to be here. For all the heat is, is really nice. But, um, but um, I'm, I'm really happy. And it's amazing what Bishop Eddie said. That is the son who brought me here. And uh, I hadn't thought about it. But it's true. It's true. <laughs> but you see, it is just, he was just the key. As I come, he becomes less and less important. And the church becomes more and more important. And I begin to think that he was just a medium that God used to draw my attention to this place. Yeah, because otherwise, I, I, I have many other places to go to. But, um, uh, and, and listen, you have a beautiful country. Yeah, you have a beautiful country. I've, I've, I have, I mean, when I landed at the airport, I said, mm, this airport. <laughs> it's like, it's like Tamale Airport. I mean, it's, it's a small airport. And I said, mm, this airport is not impressive. So <laughs> I should lower my expectations. And when we came out of the airport, we drove through that part of town. And I said, mm, they are living up to expectation. <laughs> so I should just, I'm in Africa after all, just take it like that. And then we came out of that area then to town and I said, mm, this is looking very different. And truly, as I've driven around uh, uh, Serekund, I went to Banjul, I went to Senegambia, I went to, I've traveled, I've traveled. <laughs> I've traveled. And my conclusion is, you have a beautiful city. And I'm sure you don't know. I'm sure you are like, oh, this is Banjul, one of the small cities in Africa. But it's a beautiful city. And you may not agree with me, but it's quite clean. Very clean. Very peaceful. And your beaches are nice. And I said, if I have to go somewhere... Again, I would come here. <laughs> yeah. But I know you don't agree with me because we have something called familiarity. We are used to it. You want to go to America? Hey, who is that? America. Uh, uh, look, tell somebody America is the last place. But you won't believe me. America is the last place. Yeah. Amen. Amen. But this morning I'm just here for a, just a short time. And um there's not much you can do in one encounter. So I'm not trying to do much. I'm just trying to get to know you and to and to share what God has has been showing me. That that's all I can do. And um, but let me start by asking a question this morning. Um, the men are exempt because likely they are exempt. But so this is generally to the ladies. 
how many of us have looked into a mirror this morning? Or oh, oh, let me change the question. Let me, let me change the question the other way. How many have not looked into a mirror this morning? Yeah, one, one, one man. Yeah. <laughs> one, there will always be a man. <laughs> one man who, because, because men don't bother mirror. But even then, many of us look at mirrors this morning. So, so we've looked into a mirror. And, and the question I'll ask is, why did you look into the mirror? Don't you know your face? Don't you know how you look like? So, why did you look into the mirror? And the, and the reason likely is to do minor, not major, <laughs> minor adjustments. <laughs> or oh, it's not true. <laughs> not, not major. Major is plastic surgery. (laughs) So we look into the mirror to do a touch of something here, a touch of here, arrange the hair. And so we look into the mirror for minor adjustments. And um, we don't stare in the mirror. We look at it for as long as we need to. Just a short few. And some, it's just a glance as you're going out. I mean, after doing everything, as you're going out, one last look. Just to, just to cross-check, everything is okay. Then you just go out, one last look. It's just a look in the mirror. And the reason is to check ourselves. And, um, and sometimes, even though you are, you are you, is that correct English? Even though you are you, you need... And ex- is that lady asleep? What? I, no, she's not asleep. She's resting. She's resting. Um, you need, even though you know yourself, you need an ex- another voice or an external opinion to tell you who you are. Is that? Is that? Are you, am I saying it correctly? You know yourself. I am me. But I still need an external, in many cases, the mirror. And the mirror is useful because it gives you an impartial opinion. It doesn't tell you what you want to see or what you want to hear. It tells you as it is. So if it is not nice, it will tell you, I just hear a bit more. If it is nice, it will say, go ahead and go on your way. So that's the power of a mirror. And where there's no mirror, what do you use your friend? So tell me, is my face okay? Is, it, is the lipstick even? Is there, is there, and then your friend will tell you, oh, am I not saying the thing? Yeah, where there's no mirror. I mean, some houses, the mirror broke last week. <laughs> so then we are compelled to ask somebody else, tell us, how is it like? Is it okay? Is my hair okay? Is my coat, is the tie straight? Is this, it's straight? Okay, it's straight. Okay, good. You can go. So a person plays the role of a mirror. So in, in life, the Bible is our mirror. Hallelujah. The word is a mirror. Yeah. The Bible. It's, and, and, and that's why we must be diligent 
to look in the Bible. Amen. And number two, don't ignore what the mirror tells you. It's true. If the mirror says too much lipstick, don't say, oh, I didn't put too much lipstick. Believe the mirror more than your hand. Believe the mirror that the, the foundation is too much. It's now becoming a building. <laughs> Otherwise, you will always look funny because you have chosen to believe what you think as against what the mirror, which is just a piece of glass stuck on the wall, tells you. And where there is no mirror, there's a friend. And in the same way, you need to believe your friend. When you ask him, how do I look? And they say, it's too tight. Don't say, no, you are jealous. Say, oh, really? I should change, eh? Yes, because that is my opinion as the impartial judge from the outside. What the mirror would have told you, but there is none. I am telling you as a friend. So the Bible tells us, tells us who we are, who we really are, as we really are. And where the Bible is not readily available, we have a few friends like myself to tell you how you are. Amen. That's, that's what we are here for. To, I mean, just to tell you how it is. And a mirror has no interest in saying you are nice or you are not nice. And, and a good friend has no interest to exaggerate or under-evaluate. A, a good friend shouldn't be saying things as they are not. My interest is your welfare as a good friend. And that is what a good friend is supposed to be. So um, this morning, I'm just the, the mirror of the word. That is here. And, not for, and that's why I said for a short... I mean, you don't stand to a mirror. Then you are some way. You just look... It's a problem. You just look at it briefly, see enough to check... I mean, sometimes in the mirror, you check only your face. You don't check your body. You don't check your leg. You just check your face and then you just walk away. So you don't need to check everything all the time. Just something small at one time. So this morning, we are checking something small at one time. Something small at one time. Amen. Over the past few weeks, I don't know whether you are... I, I, don't, I don't know whether you are current because even in Ghana we are struggling. But over the past few weeks, Prophet has released several new books. Are you, are you current? I, I, don't, I don't think so because if you, even in Ghana we are struggling to get. But um, this is one of his new books, Am I Good for Nothing? And, and um, he's released several new books. Um, if you love the Lord... Um, Jesus and partakers, the privilege, wisdom, Lord, I know you need to. It's beautiful. I mean, those books, when they come out, buy it or they'll finish. That's right. They will finish very fast because they are very beautiful books. Very, they're very small, very short, but they are, they are so powerful because they are like the mirror. They just tell you a glimpse of something small about yourself. And this morning, I want to just 
take a small bit of this small book for a few minutes. Is that a good idea? Is it a good idea? Okay. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this morning. Let these words be your words. Let them be hallowed, sacred, deep words to help us to avoid being saltless salts. Taste their salts. Help us to be that thing that you want us to be in the world today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 13. And um, this is in a good Bible. It should be in red. This is Jesus talking. And he says, Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is then henceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and trodden under foot of men. Amen. Amen. Ye are the salt of the earth. And if the salt has lost its favor, its savor, its taste, it's useless. Only good to be thrown away and trampled underfoot by men. Amen. Um, one, of the, one of the assumptions that we make in life is that everything, things work. That doesn't make sense. It's an assumption we make in life that things work. That is why when you enter a room, the first, and you see a switch, you don't ask, does it work or not? You put it on. It's an assumption. Things work. That is why we assume that uh, a chair supports you. Not all chairs are good. How many have seen it before? He sat down and he came down. Yeah. Some chairs will put you on the ground very fast. But, when, but you see, amazingly, when you see a chair, you don't check. You just sit down and assume it works. Yeah. And you just sit down and then you may end up somewhere else. But it is an assumption that things work. And that assumption is why there are con men in the world. Because con men are experts at making things that don't work to be sold to you as if they work. That's a con man. So you buy a a, a cassette or you buy a a, a phone or you buy something at a price assuming it works, but it doesn't. Only when you get home or you get to your destination that you find that this thing doesn't work. So, what I'm saying is that some things don't work. You You can write it down. Some things don't work. Yeah. Some things don't work. And those things that don't work, they are useless. They are useless. And they are good for nothing but to be thrown away. A few things can be repaired. In Africa, we repair things. We fix things and we sort them out and make them work. But in many other places, when things are spoiled, they are thrown away and they become rubbish and, and into the, fit for the dustbin. This morning, 
My question is, are you good for nothing? I, I could ask, am I good for nothing? Yeah, I could. But I'm the one preaching. <laughs> I'm the mirror this morning. So I am asking, I am asking you to ask yourself, am I good for nothing? Amen. Amen. And, and uh, let, me, let me just add something here. And this bishop says something which I think is important. He said in paragraph two of this book, this is a prophetic book. Is a prophetic book. So it's a book where you need to don't take it at face value, but think about it and, and delve into it and assume that God is talking to you and not me. It's a prophetic. I mean, it's amazing. This is, I've not seen this thing before in his books. This is a prophetic book. It's the first time I've seen that statement in his books. This is a prophetic book at the beginning of the book. And I think it's significant. And so this service is a prophetic service. Yeah, and I want you to pay attention to it. Are you good for nothing? Matthew 25 and verse 30. Matthew 25. Let me find it myself. When do we close? Don't trust me. Matthew 25, um, 25, when Jesus met the, his servant, a king had his servants, and then he gave some five talents, some three talents, and one, one talent, gave them all an assignment to go and work. Are, are you familiar with it? Yes. You are familiar with it, yeah? And um, one of them said, verse 25, and I was afraid. Verse 24, and he that received one talent came and said, Lord, I know thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, here thou hast that is thine. And the Lord said, you wicked and stuffful servants, and you know that I sow where I don't reap, and I, I reap where I don't sow, and everything else. Um, verse 29, verse 28 Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him that has ten talents. For unto everyone that has shall be given and he shall have abundance. And from him that has not shall be taken away even that which he has. And verse 30. And cast ye the unprofitable servant. So, number one, there are some servants who are useless there are some servants who are useless they are unprofitable they do not bring any benefit they have become very quiet not that i mind but i'm just commenting i'm used to it people don't become quiet when i preach it's okay but um, a servant so there's a servant in the bible who is labeled as unprofitable is a is not is a useless servant um, number two, there's, there's the um, there's prodigal son. The son who was his father's favorite, clearly. Father's favorite, who went out of the house and went to Rome 
somewhere. The Bible says, then the famine came and um, he, be, he lost everything through women and drink and enjoyment. Tell somebody, those are the things. Or tap, tap somebody. You know, tap on the shoulder. Those are the things. Women and drink and enjoyment. Yeah. It's not today. It's another time. And he lost everything. And the Bible says, and he began to be in wants. And, and this son became a very useless, useless boy. Um, asking a beggar for help is a waste of time. So he was just useless. Another example of a useless person is the man, the story of the Good Samaritan, Luke chapter 10, the Good Samaritan, the man who was going down to Jericho and um, he fell among thieves and, and robbers and he, he was lying by the roadside, beaten and hurt by them. And a priest passed by and um, looked at him and just didn't help and went then a Levite passed by the same way also looked at him and didn't help and went away and for the man lying down there those two people were useless if you hadn't come would have been the same you're coming you're passing by as I was lying down on the ground and I heard footsteps I said oh God thank you help is coming I mean, I was lying down in pain, very like your eyes were closed or half open. And it was just lying. Have you been in pain before? Yeah. Who has been in pain before? Uh, some haven't been in pain before, that's why. And, and he, heard, he heard footsteps coming. And he said, praise the Lord, help, salvation is coming. And then the footsteps passed. He said, oh, the guy didn't even stop to help. If there were no, I mean, even the steps cry, even... It's even more painful. You are, that guy is literally good for nothing. Good for nothing means equals nothing. It means... Cause, thank you. You're bringing your mask to church. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, it is make, making everything useless. You have come to show me that there's, there's, there, was, there could have been help. But there was none. So... And let me see another one. Just a few examples from the book. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Mark chapter 11. The fig tree. The fig tree. Um, Jesus was hungry. And he went looking for something to eat. How many have been hungry before? Looking for something to eat. You know, you've gone to town hoping to buy something. And there's nothing to buy. And then you come back home empty. It's a big disappointment. Your, your heart breaks sometimes. So Jesus was hungry. He was hungered. And he went to the tree looking for fruit. And there was none. He said, ah, what a useless tree. What a useless tree. And he said that may you never be used again. That, that also is a different part of the message. But you are useless. Stay useless. And that shall not be our story. So that's um, what Jesus, Jesus, I mean, so the point is that it is possible. It is possible to be useless. It is possible that you are good for nothing. 
And so this morning, am I good for nothing? And, and what I'll say is that it must not be that you are good for nothing. Tap it and say, it must not be that you you are good for nothing. It, no, 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 no. That's, that's not today. Not after what I've said. That's, I mean, to be good for nothing, oh, that you are useless. That a human being will call you useless. It, it cannot be. It cannot be. Amen. Amen. But it's true. It's true. It's true. You know, what is, when something is useless, or we say good for nothing, it's as if your being there or not being there means nothing. Means nothing. You understand what I'm saying? Your being there or not being there means nothing. But when you are not good for nothing, your absence is noted immediately. Immediately. Your absence is noted. Thank you. It's noted immediately. Amen. Amen. So ask anybody, are you good for nothing? What did he or she say? No, no, no. I mean, it's a mirror. It's not a, it's not a quarrel. We're not fighting. It's a mirror. Are you good for nothing? So ask your neighbor, if Sunday you don't come to church, who will notice? I was thinking. You know the Black Stars? That's our national team. What's your national team here? Scorpions. Very, very dangerous. The, the Black Stars. I was thinking, I can name, out of 11 players, I can name two. Uh, uh, Jordan, are you and Dede, are you? I use. I can name two. And the other nine, I have no idea. There's a goalkeeper from somewhere. Yes, a goalkeeper. I, I don't know him. But you see, in every team, there are some players who when they don't come, the whole country is on edge. We are worried. Hey, where are you brothers? Are they playing? When Asamaja was playing, that one man made a difference. When he didn't play, the whole country was disturbed. Because this guy is not playing. But there are 11 players. There are some players, even their names, you don't know who they are. There are some players who may be important. But when they don't play, there's no uproar. There's no discussion as to what's happening or not. They are good for nothing. Even though it's, I mean, so you see, at every level, there are people who count and people who don't count. And the question is, you must not be good for nothing. No, you must, you, you, you must not be. Amen. Amen. You must not be. It, it must not be that you are a chorister. 
and you don't come to choir rehearsal and nobody calls you and nobody calls you hey ask ask your fellow chorister ask your fellow chorister if you are a chorister ask your fellow chorister hey you didn't come for choir rehearsal and nobody or or, or you didn't come to or i mean listen listen am i good for nothing it, it means you are your presence or your absence means little. It means that means I are you listening? Yes, yes. I'm preaching for a very short time. Oh, I'm almost finished. Oh. That means your contribution that you make for whatever is in hand is insignificant. And you say that, oh, but how many can star? Listen. I had, I had a choir once and there were some men in my choir. Okay. To be honest. Oh. Oh. To be honest. We are in church. Yes. We have to be honest. Yes. To be honest, they couldn't sing. Yes. But they were alive. Yes. Hey! When they are in the choir, yes. when they say, raise your hand, they were there were any movements. They say, shall we swing? They, they were alive. They couldn't sing. But when they don't come, the choir doesn't work. <laughs> the choir doesn't work. Not for their voices. Not for their power to m- melodious. No, no, no. But their presence was exciting. And they were they, and they made everybody happy. And they were just yeah so everybody can be good for something everybody can be used for something not every coaster has a good voice and it's the rule no choir has 21 good voices you are lying no no you are lying every choir has good voices no 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 i i can't swear but i'll swear that's not true i cannot swear you don't that shall not swear but everybody can play a role such that when you are not there in the choir, we ask, hey, where's AC? Where's 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 Lucy? Where is she? Where's Moses? Because when you are there, we feel your presence. You, you bring something to the choir. You make a difference. You make a difference. Amen. There was somebody in my church. In my church. This this guy, do you know the difference he made? The difference he made was that when he didn't come to church, his chair was empty. Wow. Because he sat there. Wow. Same chair. When you come here, there's excuse me, it's my chair. <laughs> excuse me. Wow. And and when you come and there's no chair, and you come to sit down, I shall tell you, please don't sit here. <laughs> you will cause a trouble during the service. You, I mean, you cause a discussion because when he comes, this is my chair and he has a place, he sits there it became a pillar of the church, that when he didn't come, suddenly there's a, a saw in the chair there's a, there's a, he didn't do anything I mean, he, he paid his tithes I'm sorry I'm sorry. he paid his tithes, but he didn't do any asha, no choir, nothing but he was there every Sunday and he paid his tithes and so when he didn't come, it's like the chair is empty. 
And like, why the chair empty? Oh, Mr. So-and-so didn't come. It's noted. Are you good for nothing such that the day you don't arrive, there's a pothole and nobody notices? Nobody notices that you're not here? That you didn't come to church and nobody called to ask you, where are you? No. No, no, no. no. It's, not, it's not good at all. That you couldn't, you can't name. I mean, black, the, the, the national team the best in the country. I can't name more than five. Oh. It, it means that even among them, some of them are not very useful. So this morning, the, the question is, are you, are you good for nothing? I'm reading one paragraph. Just to explain. Okay, a sentence. What, what's the time? Such unfruitful, so the, the, the fig tree that had no fruits was what was called good for nothing. And the servant who brought nothing was called unprofitable servant. So this morning, such unfruitful servants are good examples of salt that has lost its savor. An unprofitable servant is good for nothing, just as Jesus said. So listen to this. Anyone who does not use his God-given talents for the kingdom is salt that has lost its savor. So, number one, anyone who does not use his God-given talents, you everybody has a talent. He gave some ten, some five, some two, some one. So, it's not the quantity of the talents, but everybody has a talent. Every Every finger has a use. Some are very, very versatile, like the thumb. Some are of minimum use, except symmetry, like the little finger. But everybody has a talent. There's nobody here who has nothing to offer this church. Tap, tap your neighbor. Please tap your neighbor. Tap, tap your neighbor. Please tap on the shoulder so I can see. We are tapping. Yes. Tell your neighbor, there's nobody here who has nothing we, do, we need. That you have nothing that we need. No. There's something you have that we need. Yes. There's, by all means, like my chorister who couldn't sing, but he brought life to the choir. There are some dancing stars who can't dance. But they make us happy. And when you see a large group of dancers on the stage, no matter how good or bad, you're just happy to say, hey, what a nice group of people. Oh, clap for the dancing stars. Clap for them. I mean, no matter how. Yeah. There, there is nobody who has nothing. 
Otherwise, God is not fair. That he gave you no talents. No. Some talents are spiritual. Some are organizational. Some are relational. Some are work-related. I mean, I, I remember once I had a church member in my church. She was in my church. We had many, many programs. And um, we did them okay. Then one day I was invited to a major program in town at a, at a hotel. And when I got there, it was a huge program. Um, the whole city was invited. And I met the hotel manager and I was talking to him. I said, this is a beautiful program. I mean, you've done very well. You've organized everything. And, and um, you have arranged all the people, beautiful setup, decor, shit. Everything was clockwork. And I said, Charlie, you have done very, very well. And he said, oh, yeah, my girl did it for me. I said, oh, this girl, she's a blessing, pa. He said, oh, yeah. Oh, that is my church member. I stopped. I I said, come. I called her. You did this. And you are in my church. And I don't know that you have such an ability in my church. I said, I'll kill you. I'm a pastor. I know how to forgive, but this one won't forgive you. I'll kill you. She'll be a pastor next next season. Oh, I, I pulled out. I said, how? How can you be organizing a major program for the city and then in my church we are struggling over things every talent has a use in the church maybe you are good at organizing good at gathering good at talking to people i mean when we have people come for the first time and no one talks to them listen to me it is not likely they will come a second time it's not likely what, what would make a person stay in church? The, you know, the greatest reason why you are in church, most of you, except maybe the front row, but the rest of you, the reason why you are in church is not because of the pastor, but because of your friends. There may be one of your friends who is more serious than you. That's all. And that friend comes and because she comes, you come. If she stops, you stop. Oh, it's not true. I know you say it's you, but I know. you don't have to say it's you. It is there. And, and you see, every, every talent, every gift has its necessary place in the house, which makes it function as a, as a unit. And when that person doesn't play his role, then we begin to fall apart. So, ask your neighbor, am I good for nothing? So, number two, what's number one? Every talent doesn't use his God-given talent is good for nothing. Yeah, it means you must use your talents. Even talking, is a talent, but, but, but talk, talk well. And don't talk against, talk for. And don't talk with us, talk with, for the people who are now coming, that they are, they are new in church. Those who are, are, are coming for the first time, they are the ones who 
are that to don't, don't be like that okay so every talent has a use in church amen, amen. some are obvious instrumentalists have talents you have a very good such an instrumentalist yeah yeah you have talents i mean how many can play the guitar raise your hand raise your hand how many can play the guitar raise your hand one so mr guitarman if you ever don't come to church No, Mr. Git, please stand up. You are the guitar man in the church. The only one. Two. I saw one hand. Uh, lead. And bass. So one one. It will stand. It means that you are the necessary necessary uh, uh, guitarist. You are the one. It means that if you it, it, no, let, this is different. Because there's no other. It means if you don't come to church. Can I speak the truth? I, I need permission. If you don't come to church and you are the only guitar, you are wicked. You are wicked. If a mother has breast and the baby wants milk and she doesn't give the baby, what is she? She's wicked. She's wicked. Or it's not true. If you have food and your friend is hungry and you have food in your pocket and you don't give him or her, what are you? You are wicked. So if you are the only guitarist in this church, and you don't come to church for any meeting. What are you? You are wicked. You are wicked. You are wicked. No, no, no. You are the only one. I thought there were two or three. You are the, how about pianists? There are two. Three. Okay, okay, there are three. But if ever there's a fourth one who is hiding his or her ability like my girl who could organize and you take it to town because some some once there was a young man in my church who could sing and he would sing and not sing and sing and not sing because he would pass somewhere then one day he disappeared for a while when i asked where he was he had gone to go and sing at a certain with a certain group Singing for money. Yeah, you know them. Singing for money. I said you are a foolish boy. (laughs) Trading God's blessing for money. That's what it means. You are trading God's blessing for money. And money finishes in in a second. Money is like water you are holding in your hands. Melting. You are saying that thing. But God's blessing, ah, it endures forever. Amen. It will lead you through many, many obstacles. How can you say that you are, you are taking your talent away? Ask your neighbor. So, excuse me, pause. Ask your neighbor. So, what's your talent? Tap the neighbor. 
What's your talent? What what's your talent? Everybody has a talent. No, no, no. Everybody, everybody has a talent. Everybody has a talent. Singing, even even being present. Some some two is supporting. Some always there. Some two you have money. It's a talent. It's a talent. It's an ability. Not all can give. There are some when they give, I don't know your currency, but that I see. There are some when they give hundred, they've done very well. There are some when they give hundred, it's an insult. It's true. It's an insult. They have, I mean, when they give hundred, give it back to you, say, take it, you don't like it again. Because you have thousands and thousands. When you are having a snack, you spend two thousand for a snack. They are giving me hundred for offering. Take it, take it and go away. I don't like it again. But every please tap in. But what is your your talent? <laughs> number two, number two. I'm closing. I'm closing. I'm closing. Number two, the parable of the sower. Number two, a sower went out to sow, and he threw his seeds. Some landed on on the path. Some landed on thorny ground, some landed on rocky ground, stony ground, and some landed on good soil. Only one quarter landed on good soil. The other three quarters landed on difficult soil and became useless. Those seeds didn't bear. Tell your neighbor, I will not be like most people. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I, I, I mean, I, I, Father, not this church. But it's unfortunate that many people are useless. It's unfortunate. Many, many people are useless. I mean, some people are permanently useless. So tell your neighbor, I will not, I, not to be capital letters. I don't know how I can say capital letters. I will not be like most people. Tell your neighbor, many people are useless. Listen, Jesus said, broad is the road and wide is the gate that leads to destruction. And many there be that find it, that go thereat. And so many people are not useful to God. Just a few. Just a few. And the truth is, we actually need just a few. Yeah, I mean, for most things, just salt is always in small quantities. Just a few. But the truth is, are you listening? When I say I need just a few, that's what I really, I mean, I pray, oh God, give me just a few. I don't want 100%. I want 30, 40, 50%. But when I say it, I don't mean 30% of this church. No. Of this church, we are the 30%. So here, in this building, I'm looking for 100% of the 30%. Do you understand? We, so the small, the small that there will be, that we can get, the 25%, the small we'll get. We are that small. So of the sweet small, 
I can't afford even a little of the small. I need all the small. Does it, is that the good English? Yes. All, all the small. Is it, does it make sense? Yes. I need, look, if you have little money, I did all. I can't afford little money, someone's falling down. And I won't take it. I need all the little money. I need, I need to gather everything. So we are the few and the small and the little of society. I need everyone here to help build this church. No, I, so he says, I will not be like most people. I will not be like many who are called and don't respond, don't come, or don't, are not active. They come, and some come to church, and they just fold their arms, and they are waiting for service to end and close and go home. I will not be like them. I will be those who give their talents to God. Is that a good idea? Number three. I'm closing. Luke chapter 13. He also, verse 6. Luke 13, verse 6. He also spake this parable, saying, A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruits thereon and found none. No fruits. The first tree was cursed immediately. But watch this tree. Then said he unto the dresser of the vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruits on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. That's the, that's the verdict on the fig tree. Cut it down. But the dresser said, No, Lord. Leave it for one more year. He said, No, Lord. I know this fig tree has appeared useless for the past three years. But, Lord, are you going home? You are going home. Hey, in my church, there would have been a problem. He said, I know that you have been fruitless for some time. But it doesn't have to stay that way. He says, leave it for one more year. Let me dung it. Let me fertilize it. Let me try one more year to bring some fruit out of this tree, the dresser. He said, Master, you are right. For three years, it has been fruitless. And it is nigh unto burning. The 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 land that yields thorns and thistles after rain. Hebrews chapter 7. It yields uh, 6. Yields thorns and thistles. He said, it is nigh unto burning. You are nigh unto being cursed. He said, no, Master, leave it for one more year. Let me work on it. Let me try one last time. That's why I, I believe this is a prophetic service. Yes, I agree. That's why I believe it is. Yes. And that's why I'm talking to somebody yes. who has been useless. Yes. Look at your neighbor and say you are useless. Look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Say, it's not me. Oh, it's not me. It's that man. It's not me. I'll never call you useless. Ah, me. How? But it's that man I'm there. Who came from our craft to come and call us useless? 
Yeah. Maybe this service is to turn you around. To let you be aware. Even the little that you can do, do it with your hearts. Thank you. Even if it's just coming. And you are coming. That's what I can do. I'm busy throughout the week. I can't pastor. I can't do anything. But I can come. If that is what you can do, come. But when you come, smile. And when you walk in, walk in big. I don't know what it means, walk in big. When you walk in, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm in church. I'm in church. Uh, Excuse me, that's my chair. That's my chair. That's my chair. That's my I'm in church. And when I come, I'm not quiet. Say, say amen. 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 Raise your hand. I raise my hand. I'm here. I came. I came some. I'm in church. I didn't just come to be anonymous against the wall. I came. All I can do is come. All I can do is what? So what do I do? I will come. But when you come, come well. When you come, land. When you, you know some people, when they enter a room, we know they've come. Hey, Azel, Azel, are you there? Hey, Jojo, Biki, hey. When they come, no, Charlie, they are greeting everybody. Yeah. When you come, come well. Don't come like some anonymous ghost that is unwanted and is not necessary in the building and you are just coming cool and you just just come and, and just 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 walk coolly and then just find a place and just perch somewhere. Just perch. No. If all I can do is come, I will come. But when I come, I have come. Hey, I'm here. Tell you I've landed. Hey. And when they say, give your offering, I don't know. Do they come or it goes round? They come. Oh. You know, some work with your <laughs> And they gave an offering. They gave. It's an offering. But if you have come and they say, give your offering. Hey! I say, hey, offering time. Offering. Hey, 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 hey. Even if even if it's five five the last year, somebody who can give two hundred is encouraged by your work. And that person who is hard you see listen, I'm phlegmatic. I'm very quiet. Ask my son. I don't talk at all. And some are very quiet. And they don't... Getting up is hard. Thank you. You understand? (laughs) Getting up is hard. But when somebody alive is there, some small impartation will touch you. They say, oh, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. So that person is coming like that. And then you, in your little way, you come like this. In your little way. And you just come and give. And your 200 more than makes up for that person's... And that person, you don't know. Your life. What you have is life. And strength. You don't have money. But you have a smile. You can talk plenty. Some can't stop talking. 
Oh, we love them. We love them. Just come and keep talking. Make the church a happy place. Let the church be a place where when it's closed and we are going home, I should go home and leave you my empty house and your happiness here. Oh, I'm staying here a bit longer. I'm staying here a bit longer because there's happiness here. So I will not be like other people. I'm going to do my best. And maybe today is your opportunity to decide the little I can do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Am I good for nothing? No. No, I'm not. I'm not at all. And I'm going to do the best I can. Yeah. Listen to this. No matter what. Number four. The little that you do will gain significance with time. The little that you do. How little? You'll be amazed at something that you are doing that seems insignificant. With time. With time it becomes a feature of this church. With time, I mean, all you do is just press a button or, or something. One day, a certain man was the conductor of an of a orchestra. And he was... I mean, these orchestras, pop orchestra, they have all the instruments there. And one day, he was conducting, then he stopped. Then he said, somebody's not playing. And they asked him, how... How can you tell? I mean, all the instruments, bass, drums, cello, everything is there. He said, nah, something is missing. And then when they went to check, the piccolo, do you know piccolo? Yes. A small flute-like thing. The piccolo man hadn't come. Wow. He hadn't come. And he said, ah, the piccolo is missing. When you are, you see, when you are not experienced, you feel it's okay. When you are experienced, an experienced pastor, an experienced... I mean, ask any parents. When your child is sick, mm, you, you are sick. I can see from your walk, your eye, your face. Your, my wife can say that you are looking sick. I said, how can you say you are looking sick? <laughs> she said, oh, he's not well. I said, how? How can you tell? She says she can tell because they are my children. That's not what she says. And so, when you have a heart for a place... You can tell that something little is missing. The little that you do is significant. It may seem little to you. Salt, salt rarely is given in large quantities. A, a, a pinch, that's salt, a pinch of salt. And it's enough to make everything work. I mean, we don't... And, and, and you see... We don't need any... Bo- look, look, tell me about Actually, we don't need you. Actually. Actually, we don't need you. If you if like, go. Mr. Guitarist. If you like, go. No, you are the only guitarist. Stand up. The only guitarist. You are the only guitarist. So you are the only ones in church. Let me tell you something. If you like, go. Do you think the church will die? No, but you will. 
Oh yes, you will. Because when you take a coal of fire out of the coal pot and put it by the side, it dies. It dies. And when the fig tree didn't yield fruits, it dried up. When, you see, you think we need you. Actually, you need us. You need a place to play your guitar. If, if you don't play here, you play in a nightclub. If you don't play here, you play in a beer bar, in a joint. At that joint, with time, it will corrupt your soul. One day you wake up with three girls on your right. Yeah. Then you wake up, you find yourself swimming in drugs and we and other things. You say, well, how did I get here? That's the way. We are not of those who withdraw their hands, turn back, draw back onto perdition. We are not like them. When you draw back from us, look, I tell you, we don't need you. Uh, you think we need you? If like, go on strike. <laughs> go on strike. Try for two weeks. When you come back, we have learned how to do a cappella. Oh, oh not mind you at all. But we need every gift with time. Your, the little you do will gain significance with time. That is why if you are the only guitarist with time, we depend on you. You are the only guitarist, but with time, we depend on you. Why? The little you do every time becomes significant. In a church where there's no guitarist, we are very happy. Oh, we, we are just playing happy. My church, I don't have a lead guitarist. All my years, oh, we don't miss anybody. We are happy, cry like that. Everything you do makes it. Hallelujah. Amen. Sit down. Thank you. Number five. I'm closing. Number five. Romans three. Romans three and verse ten. As it is written. There is none righteous. No, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. Number five. When a little sin... I'm closing. When a little sin enters your life you become unprofitable a little sin sister are you here yes a little sin enters your life you become unprofitable when a little unrighteousness is mixed with righteousness the result is useless Useless. A little sin mixes with a, a, a good life. It, it spoils everything. When you have, and you see, it's, it's amazing. I don't know why it is so, but it is so. How a little 
often, one good person finds it very difficult to change many bad people. But one bad person can change good people. As if God is not powerful. But that's what it means. A little living liveneth the whole lump. Sin. When sin enters your life, it has a way of making you unprofitable. It has a way of corrupting and spoiling your life. It has a way of making you not very useful as you used to be. And that is why we must fight an unrighteousness. It's a fight. Let me tell, let, let's be honest. Pump your neighbor. Let's be honest. Sin is nice. Let's be honest. Or it's not nice. Many sins are nice. Ah, that's why they don't want to stop. They know, but they don't want to stop. It's nice. But that niceness will spoil you. That niceness will destroy your life. And that is why it's an uphill task. It's a fight you must fight. Because that sin, I mean, nobody wants to be useless. Nobody wants to be set aside and ignored and discarded. But sin will make you exactly that. Nobody, how many want to be uh, uh, former wives or, or, or husband wives or uh, ex-wives? Nobody wants to be. But some end up like that because of some events that happen which destroy their marriage and then suddenly you're, you're a former or you're something. A little, a little sin. A little sin has the great power to destroy everything. And, and you'd be amazed that a little sin can be little ah, for many, many years. Then one day, like the tree, one day they'll say cut it down. And that's how we, we, we always, because it has worked for past years, we take, we take it as if judgment day never comes. You know, and, and we take God's mercy for granted. And we take God's forgiving us as if he didn't see. Or he can't see. But he saw. He saw. But he chose to keep quiet. And, and if you see some things that are embarrassing, sometimes you rather instead of saying, just keep quiet, hoping that either somebody else will say it or you know somehow that this thing is not right. And sometimes God just keeps quiet, giving you a chance to change. I mean, he has seen your behavior. Oh, yes. He, he was there when you were doing it. He was there. Oh, you don't think so? He was there. When you were undressing, he was there. Oh, yeah. He was standing right behind you. He had to close his eyes. Oh, the angel had to turn back and close their eyes because they couldn't see what you were doing. He was there. Yeah. But he, he gives us Peace. God's mercy is to lead us to repentance. Not to judgment. Judgment. No, 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 no. Judgment. Judgment is the last thing on God's agenda. That's what's called the last day. Judgment is the last thing. When judgment comes, it's over. 
When, when you are being punished, it's not judgment. It's, it's rebuke. It's rebuke. God, judgment. Do you know judgment? When you're in a court case, you, the court case will drag. Ah, they'll go to court and come. Go to court and come. Until the day they hey, guilty. That day is when it's over. Until then, they can go back and forth. They can withdraw their case. One person can say, okay, I've changed my mind. I appeal. But when the judge, until judgment, judgment is just a one-time event. It's not a series. Oh, no. A series judgment at all. It's an event. It happens once. So what we are seeing, it's not judgment. It's rebuke. It's correction. It's a tap on the shoulder. Hey, stop that. Stop that. Stop that. Stop, stop that. Wait, look, stop that. that. That's what he is not beating you yet. No, 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 no. It's just a, a reminder. I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm just trying to stop you. But many, when sin enters into our lives, we become useless. Hallelujah. Amen. And the last one. And the last one. Salt is in very little quantities. Do your little best. Do your little best. Hallelujah. Do your little best. It's not much. We are not superstars. We are all just average citizens in an average country in Africa. That's what we are. We are not superstars. We are not talented. There's no great person here. If there is, see me after church, then we'll discuss some bills I have. Yes, but there's nothing big. But there are many small people. Bishop told us something. He said, banks. Is there any banker here? Yeah, a banker. She said banks are among the richest organizations. True or not true? Not because they have money, but they collect money from all the ordinary people. They don't have money. It's your money. They collect all our money. Look at all of us. If we all bring our money and give it to her, will she be rich? She'll be very rich. That's a bank. They collect money from ordinary little people. Two city, five city, two dalasi, five dalasi, ten dalasi, and a few thousands. But basically, two, three, two, three. Put it together. And then they have billions to pay. A church is like that. There's no star in the church. Everybody, do your little. There's no giants in the church. Giants don't come to God easily. They are too proud. They are too big. They are too difficult to work with. Giants, they are too, they are too hard. They think they are God themselves. They come and compete with God about who should listen to who. No, there are no giants here. They are ordinary people. But the thing is, the ordinary people with time become giants. Yeah. The little Davids become kings. They rise up and kill giants and become rulers. I don't need any superstar, but I need many ordinary hard workers. I need every single person here. If every single person here, next month is month of evangelism. Not the same here, or oh, not here, July. Yeah, month of evangelism. Next month, 
evangelism. If everybody here will talk to one person, one of your friends, only a quarter will respond. But it's enough. Only a quarter. I mean, many of us, those you talk to, they won't come to church. Just a quarter will respond. One, two, three, four, one will come. One, two, three, four, one will come. One, two, three, four, one will come. And that three, as if you're wasting your time. That's how it is. But if you call only one person, he won't come. Because one quarter of a vote doesn't count. I need to get one, two, three, four, one. One, two, three, four, one. One, two, three, four, one. If everybody here would do your little bits towards the house of God, this church would be a fantastic place. Amen. It would be a bubbling place. Amen. It would be a flourishing place. Amen. You could air condition here and be happy oh. in the, in the heats. You could be by, I mean, what would be impossible? Nothing. Because there will be nobody here that is good for nothing. Amen. Put your hands together. This. Hallelujah. This morning, we're just closing for a few minutes. Put your hand over your heart and pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. This morning, you've seen a mirror and ask yourself, am I good for nothing? It's time for, it's a prophetic service. It's, it's prophetic. We are finished and it's now time for us to let God speak to us. Just put your hand over your heart and ask yourself, am I good for nothing? Am I good for nothing? What do I do? What do I matter? Do I count? If I don't come, will there be any loss to this church? If, if I'm not here, will there be a change? If I fall out of church tomorrow, will there be any difference? If I don't give my offering, will it make any difference? If I don't sing, will there be any loss? If I don't play my guitar, will something happen? This morning, just ask yourself, if I don't come to church, if tomorrow, next week Sunday, I stay home in my bedroom and I don't come, Will there be any change at all? Will anyone miss me? Will there be an empty chair? Because that's where I sit. I'm known to sit in that place. This morning, just talk to God for yourself for just one minute. Am I good for nothing? Am I good for nothing? Am I good for nothing? And thank God for this service. Oh God, thank you for bringing us, bringing us here that we might hear these words and help ourselves do a minor adjustment. As we face the mirror, a minor adjustment. As we face the mirror, that's I, I, I correct something, I decide something, I, I change my mind about something. I decide from today, I'm fixed. I decide from today, I belong. I decide from today, I give. From today, I sing. From today, I be an ash. I decide from today. Am I good for nothing? No, that ends today. From today. I'm good for something. I'm good for, I'm, I decide this is my talent. I could organize. I could talk. I could laugh. I could smile. I could be a, a greeter at the door. I could be a visitor to somebody's house. I could be a home call person. Or when you are sick in the hospital, I'm the one who goes to visit. We, we have some friends. When you are sick, all they do is cook soup and bring it. Everybody has a role that they can play 
in a church. Some, all they do is help you, drive you. You need a help, a helping hand, just call me. You need a car, just call me. I'll come. I'll do so. Everybody has a role that they can play in church. This morning, ask God, am I good for nothing? Am I good for nothing? Hallelujah. Kataya, by saying there. Yes, Lord. 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 Yes, talk to God. Talk to God. Everybody, everybody, talk to God for one minute. One minute. Just ask yourself, is there a mirror and it is a need for a minor adjustment? Yes, Lord. And this morning, I hear God talking to somebody saying that, yes, yes, I've waited. Today is the day that was the day before judgment. I've waited. I've waited for this occasion to talk to you about yourself. There's somebody here. God is saying that you... I've waited for this time to bring out something that is in you, to bring it to your awareness that there's more you could do, to bring it to your awareness that you are underperforming, you are underachieving, you are doing way too little for the talents that you have, for the ability that you have. Are you good for nothing? At the moment, yes, you are. At the moment, yes, you are. But thank God for grace and mercy that gives us another chance. That the dresser said, Lord, leave the tree one more year. Let me dung it. Let me dress it. Let me treat it. Let me fertilize it. Let me work on it. And bring out the fruits. May your fruit come. May your fruit come. May your fruit arise. Whatever God has hidden in you for this house, may it burst forth. May it break out. Whatever it is that you could do, but are not doing. And you know it. And you know it. You know you could help. You know you could do something more. You could talk to the bishop. Talk to the pastors. Help in your area. You know you could do something. Whatever it is. This, 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 this morning. God says a second chance. A second chance. That you, you will not remain good for nothing. But be converted. Converted. And transformed. To become a key player. A key player. You don't sing. But you dance. You don't dance. But you smile. You don't smile, but you are present. You are here and you give. Whatever it is, you make a difference. You make a big difference. And Lord, thank you so very much. Thank you so very much. Thank you so very much that you are working on our hearts this morning. So very much. You are changing somebody's hearts. You are changing somebody's hearts. The life that I live is not I that live for me to live is Simply devoted. Simply devoted to you. Oh Lord, I lose my life to follow. This the life. life that I live is not mine. I live for me to live. Lift your hand this morning. Simply devoted to you, Lord. Lord I'm simply devoted to you. The night that I live is 
person. There's somebody here this morning. I want to shake your hand. I don't know who you are, but I, I feel there's somebody here who, as I speak, you're deciding I'll do more. That's, that's all. There's somebody, as I'm speaking, just said to yourself, I'll do more. I don't know who you are. Who are you? If you are, the, you are just come and shake my hand. I'll do more. Somebody just said, I'll do more. God bless you. God bless you. You too. I'll do more. God bless you. I will do more. I will do more. God bless you. The life that I live, the life that I live is not my own. For me to live is proud. God bless you. I will do more. The life that I live, the life that I live is not my own. For me to live is I will do more. I'll do more. I, I, I'm not useless. I'm not useless. I'm not useless. I'm not useless. I will do something. I will do more. I will do more. Yes. I will do more. Oh, no. bless you all for coming but there's somebody here this morning God spoke to you I want to single you out there's somebody here this morning God spoke to you 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 know I don't want to do more but I'll do more maybe that's 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 the better way to put it I don't want to I'm happy as I am but I want but I'll do more there's somebody like that can I Come, I want you to come out again. I want to. I are you the somebody? You are very content as you are, very happy as you are, but in you, yeah. It's true. Don't go. Don't don't go. Don't go. It's true. Listen.
Listen. There was I hope it's you. I hope I hope it I hope the person is listening. I hope it's you. There's somebody who really doesn't want to do more. But you're supposed to do more. And I'm happy the person has responded. If it's you, I'm happy you're responding. Because if you don't, you will destroy your life. And this doing the more is a blessing to you. Yes. It's you who will be so happy in two, three, four years' time. You'll be so happy I'm doing what I'm doing. It's you who in a few years will be so grateful to God. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the opportunity to do this. Right now, it's almost a bother. I have to psych myself to do more. I, I hear the voice, but it doesn't mean I'll do it. And by next week, may I have gone back to your old self. But I'm, I want to urge you, don't change. I want to urge you to really do more because it's, it will be a blessing to you. Father, thank you for my brothers as they stand here to hear your call to not become useless but very useful to you. Thank you that you're working on them to bless them. Bible says we will save and you will bless. You bless our bread and our wine and take away sickness from us. Bless these. Take away sickness and illness future illness take it out of their lives as they serve you bless their bread and their water bless the work of their hands what they do let it flourish and prosper because your hand for good is upon them show them your love thank you so very very much in jesus name and all the saints said amen god bless you god bless you You want to bow your heads? As always, there's somebody who may be here for the first time, somebody visiting us, who's just passing through, but you're not born again. Somebody who may be here and doesn't know what it means to be born again. Somebody who is here and you're not sure that when you die, you're going to heaven. That's the beauty of this assembly, because nobody here should ever depart this house and go to hell you are here this morning you are not sure that when you die you are going to heaven do me a favor just give me a wave I want to pray with you right now you are here this morning you are not sure that when you die you are going to heaven you are not sure what it means to be born again you come you've come several times but you are not sure you know it means yeah I do good do your best but you are not sure what it really means you want to lift your hand right now and I want to pray with you that's father thank you so very much for every everyone you are here just lift your hand and i'll pray with you thank you my sister god bless you thank you my sister please come let me just pray with you god bless you come on to jesus anybody else wants to join us anybody else wants to join us as we pray to commit ourselves to God, anybody else? Please clap for them as they come. Clap for them.
I want us to pray. Please. Please pray after me. Join us. This prayer, as we pray, the Lord Jesus will hear and answer. Please pray, dear Jesus, today I come to you just as I am. Lord Jesus, forgive me my sins. Wash them away with your sacrifice at Calvary. Change my hearts. Give me a new heart. One that will love you and serve you all my days. Lord Jesus, prepare a place for me in heaven by your side and write my name in the book of life. Today, I am born again and Jesus is my Lord, my Savior, my Master, my best friend. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. And Lord, thank you so much for this great salvation that has reached us and today reaches my sisters. Thank you that Lord, grace, great grace has found us and fished us out to prepare us for eternity. And let the eternal blessings of Jehovah rest upon these. Mark them forever with the mark of the Holy Ghost. Let them remain forever in your house, never departing, never lost. And may we, Lord, spend our years in beautiful service to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. In Jesus' name. All the saints said, Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. Just one minute. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I want you to know that whatever you were before, by this prayer, you are different. Amen. Wherever you are going before, by this prayer, you are going to heaven. Amen. And we need to stay on this road. Um, do you see our brother over there? I think he will just say a word with you. Please just go with him. Just go with him. He'll say a word with you. Then you come back and join us in this service.